would have them draw like a happy face. One of those yellow happy faces with, you know, big smiling, a big smile on it. Because when you're when you're, you're traveling, you know, the goal is, you know, either like relaxation or you're going to have fun. Um, it's not, you know, sad faces or, or, or rain or clouds. You know, you're 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 going for an experience, something that's going to, you know, either restore you or um, something fun. So I, I, I don't think that uh, I don't think that anybody looking to go on vacation is looking you know to be sad and, and not have fun. So I would say that I would have them draw a happy face because that's what we deliver. We deliver a good time. What's up, world? If you've ever wondered what does my friend actually do at work, you'll love Take Your Homeboy to Workday podcast. I am your host, BA. And here's what you can expect by tuning in. Each episode, I'll invite a guest to share their career journey from a youth in school to their rise as a professional. We'll learn the nuts and bolts of jobs, and you'll learn how what they do shows up in our everyday lives. I'll have them open up about how they find fulfillment through their work. So for anyone interested in hearing the firsthand experience of a specific career, these conversations are your launching pad. Today, we'll hear about the life of travel agents. And I imagine at some point in all of our lives, we have tried to plan a group trip. And after researching locations, places to stay, and entertainment to see, to ad nauseum, you probably wished you never volunteered to leave. And I still haven't even mentioned collecting money and paying for deposits. Well, if you are looking for peace of mind from a passionate person, that wants you to cherish those memories of the trip and not be exhausted from the execution, then travel agents are your saviors. They truly have made an evolution in what they deliver. Long gone are the days of booking you a flight and handing you a pamphlet. Now they provide a white glove service that includes excursions, cuisine suggestions, and everything in between. Today's guest is Stephanie Kilson Thomas with KT Travel and More, at kttravelandmore.com. Stephanie has built a thriving travel agency leveraging her skills in brand development, sales execution, and customer service. She embeds her life philosophies of integrity, honesty, and respect into her business, which has given her a foundation to succeed as a female entrepreneur. And the cherry on the top, she is a published writer. It's only the second quarter for what she will accomplish and I'm excited to learn from her. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thank you for that awesome introduction, Brandon. Thank you for having me. You're welcome and very well deserved. So I gave a high level overview of what I think travel agency is, but in your own terms, can you share a little bit more about what it's like being a travel agent? Well, I'll start by saying you did a really good job. You, sh- If you could see me, I'm just beaming like wow that that was really good <laughs> and really spot on um but what I would say you know nowadays travel agents you know we're not just agents anymore you know we're more travel consultants travel curators okay. you know we mm-hmm. we build an experience for you know groups for individuals for couples um, that are looking to, as you mentioned, 
no longer have to deal with the the collecting of fees or, you know, doing all the research, you know, we nowadays we put together these curated experiences, you know, customized experience for those looking to travel who don't want to have to be bothered with doing all of the legwork behind it. They just want to, you know, pack up and, and show up and have a good time. Gotcha. Love the phrase travel curator. I'll be sure to uh, make that the title for the actual <laughs> posting. <laughs> so what what drew you to this type of work? Um, was there someone specific who introduced you or a specific life experience? How did you get involved with this? Yes. Yeah, so um, actually, I was introduced to being a travel agent by a high school classmate of mine who is a travel agent. Um, she reached out to me one day back in 2017 and she's like, hey, I think you should be a travel agent. You know, I think you'd be real good at it. And I was like, mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just I really wasn't, you know, at first I wasn't too uh sold on the idea. But as I started, you know, thinking about it and she was like, well, you know, you travel a lot, you know, you could book your own trips and get paid for it. And, you know, me, I'm, you know, was in pharmaceutical sales for 10 years and always had something on the side. And I was like, well, you know what, why not? I think, you know, mm -hmm. it's something I can do on the side. And, um, you know, started to develop a real passion for it. Um, once I, you know, started, you know, putting myself out there and letting people know what I was doing, you know, booking my first couple of trips, you know, it it ended up, you know, being something that I, I looked at and I said, you know, I can do this full time, you know, give me about, you know, five to seven years and that'll be me um, full time and, you know, working for myself, you know, so that's, that's where I got my start um, in being a travel agent. And then, you know, I got into it full time a lot sooner than I anticipated um, after losing my job, you know, right at the start of COVID. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, that was a big, uh, that was a pivotal point for a lot of people in our in, in uh, lives with the with the pandemic. Yeah. So I'm glad you were able to make that that uh, that pivot to something productive and passionate that you had already been thinking about. So congratulations. Thank you. Uh, you brought up that high school friend who introduced you to it. Have you talked to her lately? And has she seen how you flourished as a travel agent lately? Yes. So actually, um, I talked to her. I mean, like, we don't like have conversations or things like that. Um, but um, we talk quite often whenever I have someone that reaches out to me um, because I do specialize in destination weddings and international travel. Um, so I don't book cruises and I don't do domestic travel. So she's a cruise guru. So whenever, you know, somebody uh, reaches out to me about planning a cruise, I send them her way. Ah, uh, gotcha. So there's even specialists within this field also then, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, um, People, you can get yourself burned out, you know, trying to do everything. Um, and that's, you know, mm -hmm. with anything in life, you know, you find something that you specialize in and really hone in on your skills and watch yourself flourish that way. Um, you know, that definitely makes life a lot easier. You know, just trying to do everything, you know, in travel, there's just so many different niches, you know, in, in the travel industry. You know, to try to do everything, you know, it will completely burn you out and, and make you not want to do it anymore. You lose the passion for it. So, um, yeah. you know, drilling down and finding a niche and, you know, working in that and flourishing, you know, helps to make travel agents successful in what they do. 
Gotcha. And how did you know? Um, so I know you focus on uh, wedding destinations, honeymoons, uh, girls trips. How did you know you wanted those to be your your uh, niches? So when looking at being a travel agent and doing something full, doing it full time, um, any travel agent will tell you the best thing to do is focusing on groups. Um, so group travel is, you know, helps a lot with um, making a little bit more money, you know, because, you know, booking yeah. a trip here and there, you know, it's good. I was just telling um, a client um, before we got on this call, um, a potential client, you know, you know, booking one trip here, one trip there, that's enough, you know, to pay a credit card bill, you know, and um, buy a cup of coffee. But when you specialize in group trips, you know, the more rooms you book, the more you make. So um, focusing on like destination weddings, um, where you know you're probably going to book, you know, upwards to 20 plus rooms um, or bachelorette trips where, you know, it's like a group of like, you know, nowadays that bachelorette trips or bachelor trips are not, you know, our mom and dad's bachelor trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. <laughs> so, you know, you're, you're booking upwards to like four to five rooms, you know, so uh, you're able to make more money, you know, in that way. So for those of us who do this full time, you know, you spend a lot more time booking group travel. Um, for me personally, when it came to destination weddings, I'm a sucker for romance. I love love. And you know, um, <laughs> my company's my company's uh, slogan is celebrate love through travel. So I was I was able to take, you know, something that I was passionate and tie it in passionate about and tie it in with travel. Um, so focusing on, you know, those things around romance travel, couples trips, destination weddings, honeymoons, anniversaries, bachelorette trips. Gotcha. Makes sense then. Makes sense. Well, thank you for sharing that uh, a little bit about um, uh, how you made that early decision and what type of travel agency and explain a little bit more about it. Thank you very much. Um, one of the early questions, one of the first questions I love to ask is about money, just so people can be realistic about, um, you know, what they can earn if they start going down a certain path with a career. Um, so, those first years, couple of years when you first got into being a travel agent uh, and you don't have to share your certain experience, you can give a range if that's if you feel more comfortable, but could you share how much could somebody expect to make if they decide to go into it? And I guess you can answer this in two ways since I know you said you started off doing this part-time. So I guess if you could share, you know, if somebody mm -hmm. just wanted to commit 10 hours, um, gosh, I don't know. 10 hours a week or maybe 20 hours a month versus being full time like yourself where you're dedicating 60 hours probably uh, a week. How much can you make given those two differences, part time and full time? Okay, so I would say, you know, looking back at 2018 when I started, I launched my agency in March of 2018. Um, so from March to December, I think I made $400. <laughs> I like, I didn't even Whoa. make enough to, to do like a 1040. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> you know, you know I, I, I was making that, you know, credit card payment money, you know, pay a bill here, you know, you know, throw a little something here, you know, went to a nice dinner with my husband, you know, look, you know, making that nice little change. Um, <laughs> but uh, 2019, um, I was still part-time 2019 working full-time as a pharmaceutical sales rep. Um, I would say like that year, I remember I made probably about Five thousand fifty five hundred dollars, you know, in that 
full mm-hmm. year. Um, and so mm-hmm. that's, of course, when I started learning like, okay, groups, you know, I did like my first uh, birthday trip, which was like eight rooms, um, you know, eight, you know, eight couples, you know, for a 40th birthday. That's when I started realizing, oh, you know, that's mm-hmm. the working smarter, not harder, you know, trying mm-hmm. to, you know, grab mm-hmm. somebody here and there you know, to do a trip, that's when I start realizing, okay, you can start making a little bit more money doing groups. Um, 2020, of course, 2020, I didn't make a dollar. <laughs> I felt like, you know, all my money was made before March of 2020. Um, but I would, I would say this, um, if you, if you're doing it part-time, you know, just depending on how hard you go with your business, I can say you can easily make a nice, you know, five to $20,000 a year, you know, being a travel agent. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, that's considering too how much you put into it as far as like your advertising, your marketing, you know, who are you marketing to? Who are your clients? Um, what type of trips are you doing? Are you doing luxury trips? Are you doing weddings? Are you doing, you know, church groups? You know, um, mm-hmm. mission trips, things like that. Um, just depending on the niche you're in and how many of those trips you're booking, you can like you think you can make a nice, you know, twenty k part time. Now, full time, of course, if this is all that you're doing, not only are you making money, you know, on commission, but you know, travel agents, you know, nowadays we charge for our services. So, um, I would say. To goodness, you can you can make. I would say. Let me let me get the calculator because <laughs> I think this, this is really <laughs> that a much good question. That much, that much. <laughs> you know, just say like um. Let's say you can make about thirty three thousand dollars a year just on planning fees alone. You know, that's all the work you do to to curate and get them, you know, the trip that they want or, you know, the wedding that they're, that they're looking to have. So, and then just think about, you know, and, and I just did that calculation at a $1,500 planning fee for a destination wedding at 22 weddings, um, 33,000 just on planning fees. And then, you know, you've got the commission from 22 weddings. You can definitely make six figures as a travel agent hands down. That's very, that's very appealing. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, so let's, some of your early years as, and and I'm glad you brought up marketing because that actually, um, uh, we didn't talk about this before, but I would love to just learn how you developed your marketing during those first years, or even as you started to focus on it full time. Um, you know, how did you, how did you develop your brand? how did you know that you want your brand to be about respecting people and integrity um, uh, I guess, why'd you focus on those values? Um, and, uh, and then also what marketing did you do? Did you do internet marketing? Was it mostly word of mouth? Did you buy ads? Um, I guess, could you share a little bit more about how you developed a brand and then some of the actual things you may have put money into or time into to market the brand? Sure. So for me personally, um, integrity, you know, trust and honesty, those are my core values. And um, Mm -hmm. I think that's something that's very important. So anything that's going to be a reflection of me has to, you know, my business is going to have to, you know, be one of integrity, um, you know, 
show value, you know, trust and honesty and everything I do because that's Stephanie and, you know, the KT and, and KT Traveling More is Kilson Thomas. So that's my name, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so, so that's, right. that's me. And so on the business front and on the personal front, everything that my clients experience, you know, they don't know me from, a lot of them don't know me. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's very important that my business reflects who I am as a person, you know, so acting with integrity, you know, valuing, you know, people over profit, um, you know, things like that are, are, are the, the core values of myself. And that's what I want people to, to see and recognize and experience when they choose to work with me. And so those are the things that I put forth in my marketing um, and, you know, branding myself and my business. Um, when it comes to the avenues that I use, you know, for, for marketing, honestly, social media has been my best friend. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Facebook, uh, Instagram, I'm starting to get into TikTok. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> right there where I'm making, you know, like the videos and things of that nature. Um, yeah. But uh, like when I travel and I'm, you know, featuring a resort, um, or meeting with the, the wedding coordinator or wedding planner, wedding manager on property, you know, showcasing the property and, you know, different wedding locations. Um, I'm able to put all that stuff on social media and and that's how I gain um, a lot of my customers. So I say like majority of my clients come from Facebook um, and then Instagram. Um, I partner, um, you know, as you mentioned, I'm a published writer. I work and write for, and I don't work for them, but I write for Black Bride Magazine, mm-hmm. which yep. um, also helps uh, gain more clients um, because I'm what they call the Bridal Suite member. So they repost some of my stuff on social media um, in their stories or on their um, on their their feed, uh, their timeline, they'll post um, some, repost some of my stuff, you know, feature some of my wedding couples and, you know, see that, hey, you know, travel agents are out here making it happen. We're just as important as your wedding planner. Um, Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, Google. uh, And then one of the biggest things that's near and dear to my heart is word of mouth from previous clients. You know, so those are the ways that I'm able to market and get my name out there and, you know, keep, you know, bringing in new clients. Awesome. Awesome. Very impressive. And thank you for sharing. So so, um, another thing I was um, I was thinking about uh, that just popped into my head. Um, We've talked about the travel agent relationship with the client, um, but I'd love to learn about what's your relationship like with the, the venue that you send your clients to? Is there a specific person you work with or how does that partnership come together? So when it comes to the weddings, um, I build a relationship with, uh, when it comes to the to actual the resort, with, of course, the, the wedding manager um, or the wedding coordinator, um, as a travel agent, you wouldn't think that we would have relationships with those individuals at the resort. Um, but because mm-hmm. I specialize in destination weddings, that's very important for me because I like for them to put a face to the name. So when I get to travel, I set up time to meet with um, the different wedding planners and coordinators at the resort so they can put a face to the name and I can do the same as well and build that relationship so that um, my clients have a good experience. Um, Because I propose, you know, just depending on when I do a consultation and I'm talking to a couple about, you know, what their wants and needs are for their destination wedding, I'm thinking of resorts that would be a good fit for them. You know, Mm -hmm. 
based on where they want to get married, you know, what type of aesthetic they're looking for in the resort, um, you know, what type of feel they want for their wedding. Though I'm not a wedding planner, I know I can say, I can reach out to Sandra at Garza Blanca Cancun. She'll take good care of you. Or I can reach out to Maria at Majestic Elegance Costa Mahara. She's going to take good care of you. Those relationships are super important. And it when it adds value to me as the travel agent who this couple is trusting to provide a real good um a really good resort, you know, a good experience, you know, some, some knowing that, you know, I'm working with somebody and I trust and I have this good relationship with this resort and I know they're going to take good care of them. That makes couples feel comfortable and confident in the decisions that they're making for their weddings. Um, when you look at things like, uh, like honeymoons and like bachelorette trips, a lot of it is, you know, um, social media or talking to other travel agents. I have a really good, um, network of travel agents that I communicate with, you know, you got to have, you know, iron sharpens iron, you got to have good people, you know, that you can reach out to that can and can assist you because I, I can't do this all by myself because I don't know everything. Um, but okay. I have that community where I can say, hey, I've got a bachelorette trip, I'm a bachelorette group of 15 young women, this is what they're looking for. But I can't really put my finger on it. What do y'all suggest? Then I'm getting, you know, a flood of different um resort options that I can then present to them and, you know, confidently say, Hey, I haven't been here before and I haven't seen anybody here before, but I had another travel agent that, you know, highly recommended this place for you. So, you know, having those resources helps and then also to establishing those relationships, like with the wedding managers, coordinators, um, planners on property definitely helps to make the experience, you know, a great experience for my client. Gotcha, gotcha. So, um, oh, since you've been doing this, um, what has been your proudest achievement? My proudest achievement, um, I would, I would say, really, just, just, just doing it. So, I'll say, like, twenty twenty yeah. was a really hard year. Um, you know, mm -hmm. like losing my job and then, you know, COVID and, you know, staying in place and you can't do this and you can't do that. Um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, like being doing this full time was like a, a, a five to seven year, you know, goal of mine. You know, I didn't expect to, you know, do this, you know, full time, you know, two years later. Um, mm -hmm. And in that time when I lost my job, you know, I was looking you know, I can't tell you how many places I applied to, how many interviews I did, um, but something was telling me this is your time to prepare, you know, your business for what's to come. You know, nobody mm -hmm. ever thinks, you know, of, of, of starting or going full time into a travel agency, you know, during a global pandemic. Ain't nobody traveling. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Um. So I think, you know, what, what was my proudest moment was looking in the future and not being focusing on where I was in that moment, you know, and knowing that God's got me, you know, he, he made you say yes to this opportunity in 2018, two whole years ago, because he knew that this was going to be your time and he had to do what you needed to do, um, to, to prepare you for it. So mm -hmm. instead of sulking, you know, in 2020 and um, 
you know, crying over not being hired by this company and, and that company. I used that time to to build myself and build my business to where I am today. And it's still a growing process, you know, still continuing to build. But if I have to say, if I had a proudest moment, that would definitely be it. Gotcha. Wow. Well, thank you for that message um, of preparing yourself and trusting your gut. And then uh, salute to you for actually putting the work in and not sulking and believing in yourself. Thank you. So, uh, and, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on the show is because um, you even mentioned earlier that travel agents aren't your parents. Or no, you had said um, um, bachelor and bachelorette parties aren't our parents' parties anymore. And um, Mm -hmm. I was thinking that, you know, there's still an antiquated thinking about what a travel agent is from TV shows in the 90s and the 80s versus what it is now in the 2020s. So could you share what is what is the biggest difference or misnomer or what has changed the most um, between what people see on TV as what a travel agent did in the 90s versus what you all do now? Okay, so like from what I, you know, I can envision, you know, as you know, when when the when my classmate reached out to me about being a travel agent, you know, it was simply just like almost like just taking orders and hey, this is what I want. Can you do this for me? Um, no, you can't. Okay, I'm gonna go on to somebody else. Um, or hey, book this flight. You know, that was like a lot of what I got in the beginning. Like hey, can you book this flight for me? <laughs> and and <laughs> I had to, you know. As I got into the industry and, you know, started really working, I'm like, no, I won't just book a flight for you because that's not all a travel agent is. So people, you know, just looked at travel agents as, you know, help me get here. You know, this is, you know, I just need to get there and that's it. And travel agents do so much more than that. Um, And I think that now we're helping to, we're working towards getting people to shift their focus, you know, shift their minds or disrupt their thoughts on what a travel agent, you know, actually is. So we're not just booking flights, you know, and booking hotels, you know, we're, as I said earlier, we're travel curators, you know, we're putting together custom proposals for you, you know, putting together custom options, you know, based on the things that you share with us during a consultation. You know, I don't think, you know, in the past, you know, travel agents might not have been doing consultations. It's just like, hey, you said you want this, then this is what I'm going to give you, you know, no questions asked, you know, now we're, you know, doing more of a consultative selling approach, you know, truly understanding what it is that the client is looking for and, you know, and putting together, you know, an itinerary or custom proposal that's going to be based on the things that they truly want and need for their trip. So it's not just a book a flight anymore. It's put together an experience for me. Makes sense. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that's exactly why I wanted you to come on to dispel or to just present the new um, benefits of what a travel agent can provide to people. So thank you. So now with the next question, I want you to think abstract. Okay. So Mm -hmm. imagine you have a painter standing next to you and they want to draw what you do. They want to commemorate what you do into a a visual representation, a picture. What would you tell that artist to describe, or how would you describe what being a travel agent is like? 
Mm, I would describe it as mm, that's a good question, Brandon. Gosh, um, <laughs> here, here, here's here's what I would I would have them draw like a happy face, one of those okay. yellow mm-hmm. happy faces with you know big mm-hmm. smiling the big smile on it because. Mm-hmm. When you're when you're you're traveling, you know the goal is you know either like relaxation or you're gonna have fun. Um, it's not you know sad faces or 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 rain or clouds. You know you're 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 going for an experience, something that's gonna you know either restore you or um, something fun. So I I, yeah. I don't think that uh, I don't think that anybody looking to go on vacation is looking you know to be sad and and not have fun. So I would say that I would have them draw a happy face because that's what we deliver. We deliver a good time. Um, at least that's our goal, you know, to deliver a good time, a great experience. Mm-hmm. You know, it should be, you know, the clients should have a smile from beginning to end. So mm-hmm. if I had to have them depict what that would look like for me, it would be a smiley face. Now, when it, yeah, I would, I would say that because we well, yeah, our goal is to make people happy, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's what we do. That that's that's exactly what we do. You know, we make people happy. Yeah, I love that you use the word uh, restore too. That brought a good. Um... Uh, what's the right word I'm thinking of now? But uh, I just love that. I love that action verb restore, like refilling your tank, uh, and that you are a key part. Yes. Like you're going to always be a part of people's memories because of what you're able to provide them. So that's awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. And you so I want to. Right, 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 right. Because <laughs> otherwise, it can go all the way left, and then they're roasting you the whole time mm-hmm. on social media, and that yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now I want to switch things a bit because we've talked a lot about the good of what you do and a lot of positive experiences that you've had. But as with anything, there can be a bad or ugly side or some watchouts. So if somebody was thinking about jumping full time into being a travel agent, what is a, a watch out that you would give them or maybe a, a bad experience that you had early on that you would just um, prepare them for? Um, just yeah, what's a watch out that you would give somebody? Well, I would say that a person wanting to be a travel agent and doing this full time is that you have to remember, um, and this this probably was a slight tough one for me, is that you have to remember that you're in customer service, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. your goal, you're you know somebody's hiring you, or you know your your task to complete something, you know, in a timely manner for somebody, and you know you do have to. It is customer service, and and in some in, in a lot of instances, yes, the customer is always right, you know. And you 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 have to just you know smile through some of the, some of the, the tough parts of it, you know. Take everything as a learning lesson, um, you know, because you're not always going to be right. And even though when you're right, you know, you still want that customer to give you a good review, you know. Um, yeah. still refer you to somebody, you know, to a friend or, you know, family or, you know, comment on your post that, you know, 
they did a great job. You still have to remember that you're in customer service. So I do think that that's probably one of the things that could break somebody in this industry. Um, you know, I, I had I had a bride who who reached out to me. Like I did a consultation with her last year and then she reached back out to me several times and was like, man, I should have hired you, man, I should have hired you. (laughs) That's a great compliment. (laughs) Right. And and this is without hiring me. I wish I would have hired you. And um, so we, we ended up talking this year and she told me how she, 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 she didn't want to pay my fee. So she didn't want to hire me. um, But she knew she should have. She ended up hiring like her sister's best friend, you know, who was like, oh, I'll do it for free. And it was the worst experience ever. Like her sister and the friend are no longer speaking. She's no longer speaking, you know, to that travel agent. Um, and it's like, she was like the travel agent cussed her out and, you know, all these different things and told her all this about herself. And it's like she had a very bad experience, you know. She's like, I never, ever, ever refer anybody to her, you know, and sometimes like you just have to remember, like, it's not about you. It's about the business. You know, do you want to live to see another day in this industry? Because social media, you know, like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Google, people will will let let you know Well, they'll let others know (laughs) where we see it with, you know, big companies. We see it with, you know, small businesses like you know you have to be ready to always deliver you know a high level of customer service because it could definitely be either the the benefit or detriment to your business yeah yeah wow well that is a very unfortunate um experience by that bride um yeah and anytime anytime you try to go cheap with something you're going to get burnt so it always it pays just to pay it pays just to pay. So <laughs> hopefully she learned her lesson and moving forward in her marriage and her life, you know, she'll just know that making that financial investment will ultimately lead to a better result for her in the end. Right, 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 right. Have you ever had a wild experience with a customer or like what's been, what's been like that woof moment? Like I did not expect, that this happened to me being a travel agent, but that was kind of a crazy experience. Anything like that ever happened? Oh, absolutely. And so I hope your listeners, I'm going to tell you now, listeners, put your seatbelts on because you're about to go. <laughs> you're you're going to go for a ride. So um, around this time last year, I was um, actually hired by a bride um, for her wedding uh, that was supposed to take place July, what was it supposed to be July 2nd or July 3rd of this year? And, um, you know, sometimes like, you know, you have your, 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 that gut feeling or your intuition, you know, and, and my advice is, you know, don't be afraid to follow it. Right. Because, excuse me, it was just something about this bride when we first started that I knew something wasn't right. So like, you know, like, so it was actually, it was a little further on in 2021. It was like closer to um, Christmas time. And I was pregnant. I was about seven months pregnant during, during the holidays. So I took two weeks off. And when she hired me, like right after Thanksgiving, like I let her know, like, hey, we're going to be out, you know, you know, these last two weeks of the year. Um, so anything that we don't get done before, we're going to get done at the beginning of the year. 
Well, during the break, she was calling me and emailing me and sending me text messages about her wedding website and all this stuff like that. And I'm like, well, my website designer is out. You know, we will resume, you know, in January. And, um, you know, it's just, she just, you know, it was just like back and forth and back and forth. And then um, the resort she chose was a resort that I did not recommend, but her wedding planner recommended the resort. And I told her, no, this is your wedding. Here's my, here's my advice on this resort. But ultimately you hired me to do a job. I'm going to give you my, my honest opinion, but ultimately it's your decision. She decided to move forward with that resort. It was terrible. We had to change resorts in the middle of um, a booking. And like, you know, like with a wedding, with room blocks, like you have to sign a contract and Mm -hmm. you're subject to different cancellation terms. You're subject to, um, you know, yeah, different cancellation terms other than you're just booking a trip. You know, sometimes you can cancel the night within 24 hours. You can't do that with a room block contract. You have, you know, payment deadlines that are required um, that you don't have when you're just booking a room on your own. So unfortunately we had to change resorts um, in the middle of, of booking. And then she was upset because they still had the same payment deadline. Well, I'm like, well, you're still, you're not pushing your wedding back, you know, or, or, you know, making it farther to change the dates. You know, the payments are still, they'll do at the same time they're due. Well, Mm -hmm. this fast forward, this was um, Memorial Day weekend. I get an email from the bride and she's like, you know, unfortunately, I just found out that my father passed away and um, we have decided to postpone our wedding. You know, she, she gave me a date, you know, we're thinking that we're going to postpone it to August 2nd. I just can't think about planning a wedding right now with my dad, you know, recently passing away. And for me, you know, having lost my dad in 2015 before I got married, like immediately, like my heart went out to her. So, you know, I'm making calls, I'm sending emails, you know, trying to get everything done, you know, but this, uh, her father unfortunately passed when they were in um, penalty, like 100% penalty for cancellations. So, you know, like I'm trying to advise her guests, you know, who didn't have travel protection, like if you can't rebook your, your room for the new dates, unfortunately, you're going to lose your money. You chose not to add travel protection and, you know, you can't travel on the new dates. You know, there's, it's out of my hands. You know, she signed a contract. Oh, it was a big mess, Brandon, big mess. So (laughs) fast, fast forward. Um, this was maybe like, like maybe three, four weeks later, you know, as we're, um, I'm trying, still trying to work on getting everything done with the new contract and everything. Um, one of her her cousins, like she's calling me and she, no lie, she called me like six times in one minute. Whoa. And so at this, like I was on a call, you know, I'm, I'm doing a training and I'm, I'm, you know, and I'm just like, I'm like, I've had it. Okay. What's going on? So I call her and, you know, she's yelling at me and I'm yelling back at her. And I'm like, you know, at this point, you know, I know it's your customer service, but the customer service is like, like the window, right? Because she called right, me right. six times in one minute. So we hang we hang up right 
And so she sends me a text message and she's like, you know, and you're a liar saying that her dad died and that's why she postponed her wedding when her dad died 10 years ago. picked up that phone i said excuse me what did you just say <laughs> right what <laughs> wait what but the woman was claiming like that her father had just died that year yes yes so the cousin now now the cousin's my best friend right now she's my best friend because now she's finding out <laughs> that the girl that she lied to me um, so like she sends me like a, a Instagram post that she shared, you know, saying how I can't believe it's 10 years. This was Father's Day, how she can't believe it's been 10 years and all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, she really played me. She yeah. really played wow. me. Man. Yeah, man. It, That's it, how it you bring some bad juju there. in your life. Stop there. I know. That's how you get bad juju in your life by bringing by using that. That's that is jaw dropping that somebody would use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, well, like I had my feelings, you know, because like her, the, like she had another cousin who who needed to go to Jamaica because they're they're Jamaican and like they know they needed to go at that time. And luckily, I I was able to to get the resort to agree to let them keep their reservation. But you know, everybody else had to face penalties. And then like the hotel was nice, even though I told them that she lied because I had to remove myself from her because I, I could no longer be aligned and work with her. You know, I had to remove mm-hmm. myself and I notified the hotel, you know, that she she lied and things of that nature. They still were mm-hmm. very gracious and reduced the penalty to just a one night penalty instead of the full three or four nights based on what how the rooms were booked. Yeah. This girl had everybody file um chargebacks on their credit cards. As if they were false tra- Wow. Wow. She really Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So so yeah. I mean, and it still gets worse from there. So, you know, I, I just, you know, I had to I mean, I lost a lot in that. Um you know, because of because of her 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 lies and her behavior, you know, but you know, for for that, you know, my word for 2022 is discernment. <laughs> like, <laughs> if it's not sitting well with me in the consultation, you know, I, I have to respectfully, you know, you know, pass you on to somebody else because I, I can't yeah. do it. I, I pray to God yeah. I never have experience like that again. The relationship is it's a two-way street. It's not just them with the power as the customer. You also, as the agent, have to want to work with them also and have a sense of trust. So totally understand. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing that. I think that also applies to like that watch out. You know, if somebody decides to go into this, be discerning with who you decide to take on as a potential client or customer, ask questions, uh, get to know them more mm-hmm. than just surface level so that you can um, protect yourself in a way, I guess. Because you said you lost a lot also, so you need to be protecting yourself as well. So thank you for sharing that story and that message. Um, you know, I, I intend for that to be a learning opportunity for people who are listening and considering it. So thank you. Absolutely. You're so, welcome. You're welcome. So we are coming to the end of the show, which I have thoroughly enjoyed. And I have a curveball question for you. It's not something I sent ahead. It's a really fun question. It gives the listeners a chance to learn a little bit about who you are 
and there is no right or wrong answer either. So don't, you know, I imagine your answer tomorrow may change from what it is today. Uh, <laughs> but are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. So you have just been hired as an A&R for Def Jam or Columbia Records. And they're giving you an unlimited budget where you can bring on any three artists and one producer or beat maker. Who are the artists and the beat maker that you would choose for this song? Okay, who three artists and one producer or beat maker? Okay, hmm. well, of course, it definitely depends on what mood I'm in. But exactly right right that's why there's no right or wrong answer <laughs> right um okay i would always i would definitely choose my my favorite artist my favorite artist probably not everybody else's favorite artist but corinne bailey ray that is okay my girl i have mm -hmm. all of her albums <laughs> and I, I love her music um that's mm -hmm. actually what when i'm doing like you know, driving to Houston and driving to Oklahoma, that's what I put on um, mm -hmm. and singing on the top of my lungs. So I would, <laughs> her. Mm -hmm. um, I would probably, mm, mm, who else would, I would probably bring Cardi B. I, I bring Cardi okay, B. Okay, I, I okay. Her. I bring her. This song is shaping up okay yeah i like cardi b and then i would probably hmm who would my third person be we got current bailey ray i got cardi uh let let me bring I don't know why T.I. keeps going up in my head, but I think I'll probably get T.I. You know, because he's a comedian now, too, so I'll get, you know, we'll, we'll rap and I'll get some laughs. So I'll, 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 I'll do T.I. Have, I mean, have you seen his stand-up? I mean, his stand-ups I've seen online didn't really hit the mark. But being a stand-up comedian no, is a hard job. So I haven't. It is. Oh. Like, I haven't seen any. You know, I see that. I, I mean, I've, I've seen the transformation. Like, he done grew out his hair. You know, he got dreads now. Um, and uh, hello, I heard that he's doing comedy. So if he's not, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't no old. We we are not old heads. Hey, we are, <laughs> we are not old heads. I will not claim that. Not yet, at least. My bad. <laughs> but, Let me take um, back that hello there. <laughs> But I would say, uh, yeah, I haven't seen his comedy, but you know, I'll probably help him work on that then because not because we not we not doing that. So I yeah, so Ti, Cardi B, and Corinne Bailey, right? Those would be my three. And then producer, um, I'll I'll probably okay. Do you know who I? You know, can I can I trade Ti? Yeah, of course. Right, T.I. Uh -huh. Have you heard of La Russell? You know who La Russell is? I don't. Okay, you got to look him up. Okay. Look up La Russell. He okay. is okay. a phenomenal rapper. My husband put me okay. on to him. He is a phenomenal okay. rapper. Phenomenal. 
Um, so I would bring La Russell and I don't know the name of his producer, but I bring him with him. Okay. That would be that. All right. Yeah. That'd be, yeah. 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 My husband is into producing and he, you know, he makes beats and stuff like that. And the way he, he talks to me and and breaks it down, how La Russell's producer does things. I mean, like just like my, my husband, he's like all into it, you know? So, you know, I, it's probably a tie between my husband and um, La Russell's producer, but I probably bring La Russell's producer just so he could, you know, teach my husband how he does what he does because he's just he he loves it. Awesome, awesome, and well, thank you so much for answering that question. I know it can be tough, especially put on the spot, and there's so many artists out there, and you have to just come down to three. But I appreciate you giving it a try, and I took a note on the Russell, so I will go to. I'll go to YouTube and check out a couple of his songs and maybe even do a little digging and find out who his producer is. Well, Stephanie, this has been... Yeah, well, no worries. Well, this has been a great conversation. Um, thank you so much for coming on again and sharing what the life of a travel agent is. Thank you for teaching me something new about music also. Uh, I guess in closing, uh, I'll let everybody know they can find you at... KTTravelandmore.com. That's KTTravelandmore.com. And where else they can find can they find you on um, Instagram and other avenues? Yes, so on Instagram and TikTok, it's KTTravelandmore, A-N-D-M-O-R-E. Um, on Facebook, forward slash KT Traveling More LLC. Um, on LinkedIn, KT Traveling More LLC as well. Yeah, that's those are the main places you can find me. Awesome. And is there anything you would like to leave us with before we go? Well, I do definitely want to thank you, Brandon, for this opportunity. It's, uh, I think this, your podcast is absolutely amazing. Um, I love what you're doing, you know, giving people, um, giving other individuals an insight into what, you know, your friends do for a living. I think it's an awesome opportunity that gives people the opportunity to, you know, showcase what they do, you know, day in and day out. You know, we spend a lot of our time at work. Um, so being able to share what we do is amazing. So definitely thank you so much for the platform.